everyone. Welcome back. My name is Sam. And I'm Melissa. I grew up in the FLDS community. It is a polygamous group run by Warren Jeffs, and I moved out when I was 18 years old. I was raised LDS, Sam, and I have been married for almost nine years now and have two beautiful kids. Yes. And we're excited to be back with you again to discuss some more of uh, what's going on within the FLDS community. Yeah, it's really alarming for people send us these news articles, and we have a lot of insight. The mothers who their children are quote, big air quotes here, um, running away, but really they're not. They're being kidnapped from these mothers. And we had the opportunity when we went to the Holding Out Help event last month um, to talk to one of these mothers personally, and we'll keep her name out for privacy. And there's lawsuits and things going on to try to find her children and to go against her husband. Um, but we need to shed some light on the fact that this is so much more. There's so much more to it. Yep. than kids running away. And that is how the police are looking at it. That's how law enforcement's looking at it. And it's really hard for law enforcement to do things with kids that are running away. But that is not the full story. And so we want to share the full story with you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's super sad that they're just blaming it on the kids. Oh, the kids are running away. The kids are doing this. The kids are doing that. When we know that it is a, it's been a lot of... Uh, I guess you could say the brainwashing, bringing these kids up, believing a certain thing, and then telling them that, hey, in order to be saved or in order for these beautiful promises that we promised you that you would have uh, in this life and the next, you have to now just leave your family and go to different places wherever the church is sending them. So it's it's been very sad to see a lot of families being split up in recent, uh, well, it's hap been happening for a long time, but children just disappearing really, and their parents being very concerned and not knowing where they are. Yeah. For those of you who haven't read the articles, we will link a couple articles for you to read a little bit from the mother's mouths and, yeah. and what they were saying. But to give a general idea for those of you who are like, I have no idea what's going on. Um, what's happening is when a mom is choosing to leave the FLDS community, um, and there ends up being custody battles, right? So let's say the father's still in the church, or in some cases, they, they might have even been kicked out of the church as well. Yep. Um, so the mother's outside of the FLDS church. She fights for custody of her children. Now, before that, um, the FLDS were like having other people be like the stewards over the children, because again, like women and children are kind of property. So like they would get moved to another family, right? If the mom was shunned, or left the community, they most of the time had to leave their kids. Fight for custody in the regular world. Um, the law would, you know, tend to obviously want the kids to be able to be with the mothers. And they were going back and law enforcement was helping these mothers physically remove the children from these stewardships, from these other families, and release them back to the mothers. So that's kind of where it was starting, right? So these moms were actually fighting back, getting their kids. Yep. Um, after that happening, and we had done a story about um, Caroline Jessup. Wasn't it Caroline Jessup? I believe so. Um, where she, you know, they, it actually took like a team of people to like go of law enforcement to physically like remove her children yeah. from these homes. Um, and they haven't seen her in years because it took so long and they were hiding the kids from her and things. So these mothers finally get their children back. And what's happening is because they could have spent up to years trying to get full custody, go through the legal battles and processes to get their children, a lot of times when these children come back, it's a really hard transition because the kids were still being raised with the mentality that their moms were evil the entire time. So... 
<sighs> These kids are coming back to their mothers legally, and the mothers are trying to get them out of this situation of being in the FLDS. And what's happening now is Warren Jeffs, in one of his recent revelations, or Helaman Jeffs, whoever you believe is running things right now, said like to gather everybody. There's going to be marriages again soon. There's going to, um, yeah, marriages is the big thing that's going to be happening again. But they said to gather, gather, yep. gather. So they're telling them to gather, and they are trying to gather up all of the children as well. And the fathers who, some of these fathers, like, had been kicked out previously are basically getting brownie points for bringing their children back in. And if they can help their kids escape their mom from legal custody and get them put into an FLDS family or FLDS, you know, like, any group um, or stewardship for them, um, they're basically helping these kids run away. And then when the police go to the father and say, have you seen your children? No. Must have run away from their mother. And they can just claim it as a runaway. Which, when the mother we talked to, just to get the children on the missing children's list for the U.S. took two and a half months. And obviously, all of the red tape of, she's like, yeah, at one point, I told the police, I went to the police, I said, if you ping so-and-so's cell phone right now, I know that my children are with this person right now. And they can't because of privacy. Right. There's so much... Um, to be done when you're going through like the proper channels with law enforcement and runaways are really hard Especially when they run across state lines and so in these cases these kids are used to being shuffled around That's not a new concept, right? They're used to being put into different families based on worthiness based on Parents being shunned or kicked out of the community and so they're already used to these situations and they're getting put into these families and they're told the entire time that their mothers are these evil, wicked people that should be avoided. And so that's all in the name of the kidnapping. And the church realized what they're doing because when they were being forcibly removed from um, these homes with law enforcement, they got sick of that happening, and it was starting to happen frequently where these women were winning custody. They were going out. Law enforcement was helping them physically remove their children. And so, basically, the church got craftier and now turned this into runaway situations rather than just a custody battle. Right. Well, and it's crazy because in some cases, the, the dads or the fathers to these children had been forced out of the community or kicked out of the community long before the moms were and what the church has been doing in some cases is actually inviting some of these men to come back in order to uh, in order to have one of the guardians or one of the parents with the children or being in charge of sending these children to different places and that way it's technically legal because one of the parents is is in, involved right so it's not like a it's not like a a random stranger, I mean in some cases a random stranger is taking these children, but there's also cases where the church is, is using these husbands or these fathers and bringing them back into the church and saying, okay, you can come back now, but you need to round up your children and, and send them to such and such place. Yeah, exactly. The, this, in this case, the fathers, like they're getting brownie points with the church yeah. for bringing back their children because they need kids to marry off because they have not had any marriages, they've not had any babies. Um, within the church for years and years and years now yeah. and they realize that they're going to completely disappear and so they're being rounded up and it's so hard because honestly it's just child trafficking 
because the girls are getting ready and groomed to be married yeah. to who knows who at what ages obviously they do and have a long history of underage marriages yeah. um so that's something that's very real and then the young boys have a very long history of being used for work and labor for free um this is definitely a human trafficking issue that's being portrayed and made to believe that it's a that it's a runaway issue and it's really not. And the hardest thing, Sam and I have been talking a lot about this, yeah. that the hardest thing is like Operation Underground Railroad, right? They go and they try to save children from trafficking. And in most cases, when you go in to save children who are being trafficked um, in one way or another, children are grateful to be saved. You know, they know the situation they, they're in, they know that it's wrong and they are excited to be free. And in this situation, because of the way these children were raised, they don't realize that they're in any sort of danger. They don't realize that it would be wrong for them to be married off at 13 years old as a girl. They don't know that that's, that that's wrong or that that doesn't have to happen or that there's a better way. They've been taught their entire lives that that is the way to return back to God and that they need to be completely obedient. And so, if somebody tomorrow found one of them and said, let me take you back to your mom, they would probably go kicking and screaming. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, first of all, they would try to hide from anyone trying to take them away from... <laughs> to these children, it's no longer about who their parents are. It's about who is following Warren Jeffs, who is being obedient to, to Warren and his son Helaman, that's all that really matters because of the way they've been taught and raised. Uh, and so, like Melissa said, it just it comes down to uh, who they're willing to follow. And in most cases, they're willing to follow the church over their parents. Um, and, and, and because of that, a lot of these mothers are left wondering where in the world their sons and daughters have gone. And in, in some cases, because they've been told by the church that their mother or their father are these horrible people, not only do they go kicking and screaming, but once they are placed back with their mother or father, uh, most cases mother, it seems like, in, yeah, in, these, in these recent issues anyway, they will just cause all sorts of issues and, uh, and try to leave and try to run away and try to do these things uh, because of the way they were taught. And that's why it's so easy for the uh, church to just claim that, oh, these children just ran away because it has happened in the past where they just ran away because they <laughs> were taught that their parent was this awful person because they no longer followed the church. And there's so much precedent for Warren Jeffs separating families. Yeah. These kids, especially um, kids that are in teenage years now, their entire lives have been like all under Warren Jeffs' reign and all with this fear mentality of their family being separated at any moment okay so and this has all happened since sam left thank goodness um that he left but there's so many i mean it, not even just fathers being torn away from families and sent away but there was you know walls put up in the middle of homes kids being told you're a member you're worthy you're six-year-old or eight-year-old brother is not worthy cannot be a member let's put up a wall in the house like there is so much separation and movement and seeking different families in different homes and you go in that home, you're getting remarried to so-and-so. They are so used to this mentality of, like Sam said, like 
it only being about the church because the family unit has been destroyed. There's no more family unit. There's no more like hoping for mother and father and that's it, you know, and having that family bond. It's, they have been groomed to think that they are a piece of property that belongs to the church. And yeah, it's, it's crazy. When I was living there, it seemed that uh, each individual family kind of had their set of rules and, and, and could kind of guide their, each, each set of parents could kind of guide their children in a way that they thought was the best for them. You know, kind of like in the normal world, right? Yeah. Where the, the, each individual family tries to teach their children a certain way, whatever they feel is the best for them to give them the best lives possible. And it seemed kind of like that when I was living out there for the most part. And then in recent years, uh, over the past 15 or so years, it's been just, like you said, I think it's to take away any power from any member. Just take it away so that they don't feel that they have any, any control at all over their family. It's all up to the church. The church decides everything, even to the smallest details. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's so sad to see it. As far as things that people can do to help, because obviously this is very grim and very hard to talk about, and it's very, very sad, yeah. but the best thing that can be done is go look at these articles. They have pictures of a lot of the kids. If you do see any of the kids, call law enforcement. Even though it is, like we mentioned, a very tough road, eventually these children can come around. They can be able to go through the process to unlearn what they had learned before and be able to fit into normal society and if by coming back to their mothers and getting them out of the dangerous circumstances and situation that is coming, especially in the next five years. If you've seen our video on some of the concerning revelations, talking about mass suicide, again, marriages for underage girls, labor, those type of things to help protect these kids from what they don't even know they need protecting from. So if you see any of those, please contact your local law enforcement. Again, we will put links in the description so that you can go take a look at those pictures of those children and um, yeah, let law enforcement know if you see yeah, any of And them. feel free to email us as well if you, I guess, if you find any information or if you have any more questions about what you can do to help out, feel free to email us and... Uh, you know, we'll be happy to share any more information we can or, or possibly give some of the information you find to the authorities. So. Yes, and Holding Out Help, um, they're the ones who helped arrange this press conference that um, was held in Utah. And so they are working in connection with all of the mothers and wonderful lawyers and people that are donating their time to be able to try to help and fight these children. So. Like we said, you can contact us. You can also contact Holding Out Help if you find any relevant information that you think can help these mothers um, get their children back. Yeah. So it's sad to see it happening. And it's. Uh, I wish there was more we could do. I'm sure a lot of you wish there was more you could do. Uh, really, it's going to take time and it's going to take... Uh, just spreading awareness to help people. I'm living proof that uh, hearts can be changed. Uh, like Melissa said, these children don't believe that uh, they would be happier with their parents probably because of the things they were told. So it's hard and uh, it, it takes time though. And I'm proof of that, that you can be changed. Uh, you know, the way of thinking can be changed over time and, and your eyes can be open. So we hope that uh, at some point, all of these children can be reunited with their families. And uh, thank you so much for all that you have done and uh, are doing to help them out.
Yes, thank you so much for all your love and support. We appreciate you. And if you'd like to hear more about what it was like for Sam to grow up in polygamy, then please like and subscribe. And we will talk to you all soon. Thank you all. We'll talk to you soon.